Podtacular, the unofficial Halo Universe podcast, presents episode 859, Realization Repository, recorded live on April 27th, 2023. Hello everyone, welcome to Podtacular, the unofficial Halo Universe podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Duststorm. I'm your other co-host, Godzilla T. And while we don't have a lot of Halo news tonight, we've got some interesting things to talk about. We've got another community update. We've got a mod spotlight. It's been a while since we've talked about mods on the podcast, but there's actually Mm -hmm. one on Waypoint now. Probably an excuse to actually go peel some time to play some of these mods. (laughs) So maybe we'll get that going at some point here pretty soon. And a couple other things for us to talk about. Might also d- jump into campaign a little bit. We've got four more missions. Five more missions? Four or five more missions? Um, so we might do a couple recaps tonight, depending on how quickly we get through the news. But all in over to GT, coming back to Frag and Friday last week. How did things go? Went really well. We had a lot of fun. Good. We played a little bit in the community playlist. Uh, saw some new maps. They're, they're a lot of fun. Still having to learn where it is. Yep. But all in all, it was pretty good. Very good. Then we jumped into BTB, and we actually had a pretty decent night. We only had a couple of games that we actually got trounced. Most of them were a pretty, you know, they're a pretty good fight. Yep. There is. Except for one where we kind of did the trouncing was it a stockpile game strongholds strongholds yeah yeah we captured two strongholds back to back simultaneously or however you want to state that uh, the second one was like almost instant i think the third one was not quite as instant but it was pretty close no literally we the last two captures of the game we captured the three zones simultaneously twice. I literally <laughs> looked at all of them moving the little triangle or around the square at yeah. the exact same place. <laughs> yeah, we were we were on fire last week. There's a lot of different I, things. I, I don't with- know if like half the team left or they just gave up. I don't know, because those last two were just boom, boom. I feel like the last couple of weeks have been kind of on our game. As far as coming into Frag and Friday, so. You had to say it, didn't you? Like Pins was saying, we were in the zone. I don't have that sound bit on my soundboard. I don't know well, do technically, either. we were in the zone. Three of them, to be exact. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Insert your pedumts. Anyways. So we had a good time. We plan on doing some more tomorrow. So if y'all want to come and join us. Feel free to hop on Halo Infinite, send GT or myself an invite, or not an invite, a message. Yes, please send us a message, not an invite, because yes. it's a lot easier to easier to invite you from a message than an invite. Yes. It's not as simple as the 360 days where someone could, like, you just get a message and then you just invite from that message. You can. It just takes a couple of more steps. Yeah. 
but on the 360 it was rather simple someone sent you a message well, yeah, it, it was it then, was a lot easier to get to someone's profile on the 360 than it is on the xbox one or the series x or the series consoles um it just they made it a lot more cumbersome for some reason xbox has decided finding people they decided to make finding people harder it's like that was kind of the whole core part of their like xbox live was finding people Mm -hmm. that's what made xbox great (laughs) but now it's focused on services and games and well what can we sell you on next yeah anyways well good stuff thanks for hosting and if you all are interested, we do stream it on Fridays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. So come on over and join us. And you can see just how bad at Halo I am. And me too. Except lately, I've been on a tear. So. Although here lately, we've been having several multi-streams going. Uh, we generally pen it to the top of the comments. So if you want to see multiple points of view, just click that link. Um, usually, we'll have at least two or three of them going at the same time. So, and you yep. might also give those other people some love when they, uh, they're streaming with us as well. Bobby will stream. Pins will stream sometimes. Confowl will stream sometimes. If Keys is on early enough, he'll stream. I'll stream most of the time now. So there's quite a few of us. Mm-hmm. In other community news, I was invited to be a part of the BTB Invitational that is being put on by LVT Halo and Halo Hub GG this weekend. Cool. So after, I guess we had Magic Moonshot on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> um, I hopped into her uh, lobby after the podcast last week, since we had a short podcast last week. And then while she was streaming, while we were playing, she messaged me, was like, are you busy next weekend? And I'm like, I don't think so. Why? And she's like, you want to be a part of the tournament? I'm like, you know, I'm not that good, right? And she's like, it's a, com- it's mostly a community thing. So yeah, come on over. Like, okay. <laughs> and I cleared it with the boss, aka my wife. So yeah, I'm participating in an invitational tournament tomorrow. Nice. Along with a, a lot of other community members and Halo pros that are going to utterly destroy me. Mm-hmm. We know how that is. Yeah. We've run across a few of them in BTB. There for a while, it was getting. Yeah. Kind of curious, like they were sniping. It was probably just the, the time of the night and regions. Random and, luck. I, I'm sure it was just random luck, but yeah. Yeah. Yep. Probably for the most part. Maybe. Eventually. Who knows? Anyways, so I'm on Team Magic. So Magic Moonshot, obviously. There are eight teams in this, I think checking real quick but uh magic moonshot has a team there's a team from ubernick accelerate oath taquin ice spiteful yeah we've actually matched accelerate and ubernick a couple of times oh when'd you all match ubernick uh it was a weekend you were off that you would you were busy (laughs) gotcha you know, celebrating an anniversary or something like that. Uh, oh, it was that weekend. Okay. Gotcha. Luckily, luckily, uh, we didn't match him twice that night, at least. Well, don't do like me. And I, I was I think I was in charge of the lobby at that one point because you were having issues 
with the lobby where we matched up against Accelerate two or three times in a row? Twice. Twice? Yeah, because somebody said, okay, start now! Not realizing Accelerate was on a stream delay. Well, he, he wasn't on that much of a delay. It was just he was waiting in the lobby, I guess, for someone or something. But And then we just happened to start, and, and he's like, okay, there, <laughs> there he goes. But yeah. First time we beat Accelerate on that one night, and then they completely wiped the floor with us. The next, no, no, no. the game. second game we held our own. We held, well, okay, it was we like held three them to one. one capture. It was, it was like three one or something like that. <coughs> no, we held them to one capture. Oh, it was that capture. Okay. Yeah, it was one zero, and we held them off. We, we they they captured the flag first, and we held them off for the rest of the game on the second capture. So. Yeah, we got skunked, but we still, you know, we don't still only allowed one. Very good. As far as the event going on this weekend, it is going to take place on Saturday, 1 p.m. Eastern Time. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight teams participating. And uh, we'll see how well we do. <laughs> There's a lot of folks on my team that are a lot better than I am, so we were playing last night with one of the other teams just because we hadn't, didn't, we both didn't have full parties, so we just went into matchmaking with essentially a full lobby. We had 11 and 12 throughout the most of the night, and we won every single game. I was a designated driver for a few of those games. There was one game where I had zero kills, two deaths, and 27 assists. Nice! All from driving. <laughs> So if you all want to check it out, for those in the Twitch chat, here's the link uh, to all the teams. Uh, again, this is being put on by Halo GG and LVT Halo, also uh, sponsored by 7-Eleven Canada. Ooh, 7-Eleven. Yeah. Slurpy. So I am incredibly honored, and uh, I hope I don't make too much of a fool of myself this weekend. <laughs> too late. Oh. Yeah. Just need to- No, I think you guys will do all right. We'll see. There, there are some stacked teams in here. Like as, I, as long as you don't match up with Ubernet or Accelerate on the first round. So, so here's some of the names that I recognize, at least. On Ice Bifold's team, there's Jimbo, who is probably considered the best EU competitive player. Uh, there's also Real Life Spartan, who's definitely no pushover. Uh, team Breaker has Unique and Nate God. Um, there is Team Wolf, who has the Suddeth Twins. There is Team Red Gear, who has Crazy Miller and Jubs. Those are only two I recognize on that one. Let's see. Team Oath has Lil Thomas, Kevin Kulex. Ta- Team Taquin has Ubernick, Cardinal Redbird, and Eli X. Yikes. Okay. <laughs> Never mind, I retract my last statement. Yeah. Um, I don't recognize any pros on our team for Team Magic. And then Accelerate has Active. And that's the only one I recognize on his team. But yeah, there are definitely some recognizable names happening in this Invitational this weekend. Including some pros. Well, you know, there, yeah, there's, it's possible. Who knows? Maybe I'll actually be on my good side on Saturday and not suck as much. (laughs) So, 
There will be a primary stream over on Twitch, twitch.tv slash LVT. There will be drops happening throughout the weekend. I believe there is a Warthog skin that will be as part of those drops. And then each of the team leaders will be casting or will be streaming on their streams. Don't know what the rules are as follow as far as us streaming on our own streams. So I might be streaming Saturday or not. I'm not entirely sure yet, but uh, I'll put out a tweet, obviously, whenever we get closer to that, whether I'll be tweeting or whether to hit up Magix in LVT's stream. So should be should be a fun weekend. Will be an interesting weekend. Uh, nonetheless, I am very honored to even be invited to such an event. So thank you, Magic, for inviting me. I hope to do you somewhat proud. <laughs> and hopefully your internet is working by Saturday. Oh, yeah. That would yeah, be she- important. She tried joining last night. She had 500 ping. 500? 500. Okay. She lived yeah. in Australia? <laughs> you would think <laughs> with that ping, but I don't even think Mint Blitz gets that much ping even connecting to a US server. So there's Yeah, definitely. I think he usually hovers around 120. Like 300 at the absolute worst, I think for him. But yeah. All this, let's see. Let's go over to some Halo news, shall we? Sure. We've got our first mod spotlight, I think, ever for MCC. Yes, first issue because they call it Modtacular issue number one. There's a few names on here. I think with the first one, there's a lot of them that are going to be recognized in this list. Of course, this is something I haven't played yet, but I think we've heard pretty much every content creator play Cursed Halo. Mm hmm. So that will be one for the books at some point where. I think we should we should play it. I believe it supports co-op, so that would be fun to try. Original release in, ni- in 2019, and they've been coming up with more wacky ways to mod, mod Halo. Oh, yeah. The one thing that if, sticks uh, out to me is, is the pistol honestly, that is held backwards. <laughs> um, honestly, I, I've actually installed it in CE, and it's different. You mean the MCC version is different? Okay, you're just talking in general. All the mods that are out there that I've seen, this one is the most interesting to play, I think. Because it does some really weird things to the engine. Yeah. It's it's like possible during the... in the engine. You just go and edit the tags, but (laughs) they do some wacky things with it. Uh, You can expect nothing works the same as Halo. Right. And I do mean nothing, especially when it comes to vehicles and weapons. (laughs) Yeah. On this page, and I believe Penn's linked it earlier already in the Twitch chat for those watching on Twitch, there is a a little tutorial on how to get mods working. There's some documentation as well that they've started pulling together, I think we've mentioned before, that you can go and check out if you're looking to create your own mod. So... A lot of these are in the Steam Workshop as well. Mm-hmm. They've made that... When was that? That was sometime last year when they did the Steam Workshop integration. Was that in the fall last year? Uh, that sounds about right, yeah. Like, no, I want to say November, maybe October. Somewhere in there. But Cursed Halo, that's a popular one. That's probably one of the more recognizable ones in this group. Next one is Halo 3 Combat Evolved, where basically the entire CE campaign was recreated in Halo 3. 
which that sounds cool. Bringing in Halo 1 assets into Halo 3 with the updated engine and graphics, I think will be pretty cool. It might be a good comparison between CE Anniversary, which is, well, I guess that's not technically the Reach engine. No, like actually doing a proper upgrade to it, not just a graphical upgrade would be interesting to see. So I think this one would be cool to to look into at some point. Uh, That one's in pre-release. It's not fully out yet, but there's a channel on Cashiera's trailer uh, YouTube uh, for her mod, so you can go check it out. There is Halo 2 Uncut by the Vengeful Vadam. All the little things that we saw during the E3 demo and some other things with the tags buried deep in the code of Halo 2 has been brought back to life. Some of those missing missions have been reinstated. Some of those missing vehicles, weapons, and whatnot modded back into Halo 2. So that is not as big of a mod, but it's made some, I think over the course of the discovery of Halo 2 stuff since like MCC was bringing bot to PC and when 343 did the stream with the Halo 2 demo and all that stuff, there's been a lot of attention on the missing pieces of Halo 2, even Halo 3 as well. Mm-hmm. There is a mod called Homefront. Uh, it is a multiplayer map mod taking some pieces of the Halo 3 ODST campaign and turning them into multiplayer maps. This looks really cool. Turning these these places into multiplayer maps, mm-hmm. I think, is really cool. There is Ultimate Forge, which we've talked about on the podcast before. Uh, this is by Rejected Shotgun, and this is basically the largest Halo Forge map that can actually be created from the engine's limitations within Halo 3 on MCC. So, literally... Everything that you could possibly try to forge in here, all the vehicles, all the objects. Mm-hmm. They even importing things from other games. They they've stuffed it into this forge map. There is Halo Four Reflow, which reworks some of the experiences in Halo Four. Do visuals, rebalance sandbox and AI. So not reworking the campaign and the narrative but tweaking some of the visual stuff and the weapon balancing to where it's it feels a little different from a gameplay perspective but the the story for the campaign and Spartan Ops is still the same we've got Combat Revolved which this is one of the newer ones I haven't really been made aware of before looks like remixing some of the Experiences with Halo CE, bringing in Linda 058 as the co-op Spartan that you play mm-hmm. with, ODSTs, new weapons, uh, different experiences being brought in there. Uh, there's Chiron Station, which kind of excites me because I'm That's a big fan of... <laughs> I love Chiron TL-34 as a map. It's crazy, it's hectic, it's a lot of fun. I love it with rockets or shotguns. <laughs> But someone remade Chiron TL-34 in Halo 2 on MCC with the Halo 2 aesthetics, so it's still the same layout as Chiron TL-34, but <coughs> it's Chiron Station, so it has the the Cairo Station aesthetics and assets in it, but with the Chiron craziness. That's what I'm really looking forward to. 
So our first mod spotlight makes me want to go play some mods. I need POA time to actually do it. Um, I'm actually probably going to look into doing that. The biggest problem I've had with, don't get me wrong, I, I, I like playing the mods. It's the installation of them. So it can, it can be challenging to install classic Halo custom edition mods. Uh, some of the mod, you know, some of the, the actual modders out there have done really good jobs of making it easy. Hence SBV three, which is basically just an entire install. It's not really a mod that you mod your existing version of custom edition. It just installs the entire game, including custom edition in its own standalone environment. Cursed Halo was pretty easy to install, but there's a lot of them that, uh, you know, I've tried to install that it just, I wind up having to delete stuff and reinstall uh, CE. So the nice thing about the Steam Workshop integration that is thankfully there now is a lot of that guesswork as far as how to install each mod and all the different ways that were done before has been made simpler because you just go to the Steam Workshop and you go into your game properties and you select which mod you want to run or install. And then whenever you launch MCC through Steam, you choose that you want to do the modded version and you're good to go. It used to be, for those that use Nexus mods, which is pretty well known in the modding community for a good place to upload mods and showcase mods, they had an installer that would do a lot of that stuff for you as well called Vortex. So for the mods that actually used Nexus mods and Vortex, it made the process a lot easier. But there were still some mods that you had to manually put things in place, manually modify your install, that kind of thing. But Workshop has been widely adopted, as far as I can tell, from the modding community. And it has made these mods a lot more accessible to well, it, the greater Halo Well, it looks like it makes it to the point where you don't have to uninstall one mod to install the next one. I don't know how well right. it's going to work, but we'll see. So, depending on mods, there's obviously not going to be compatibility between two mods. So, you might be able to do, for modded maps per se, you could add maybe multiples of those, and they would be fine because map files shouldn't interfere with one another. But if you're doing something like campaign overhauls, which tend to replace certain map files because of some hard coding in the game exactly. or yeah a lot of those but types it, of at things least it sounds to... like the way it's going to work with the workshop it will be easier if you do uninstall a mod to get back to basics and then you can bring in the new mod yep it makes that whole workflow 10 times easier it is i mean you know pretty I was straightforward I think I'm run, currently running like three different instances of customization <laughs> just to keep the mods separate, you know, so they don't interfere with each other. So you have base installs, CMTV3. Yeah, I have two base installs. Of custom edition? Yeah. Well, they're not on the same user. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So I have two users on my account, or on my computer. One is for Cursed Halo, and then 
I forget what's on the second one. CMT, SPV3 or something. No, SPV3 can exist side by side with CE. It right, installs but it's, it's in technically its own folder. A, well, it's a separate yeah. CM. It's a yeah. separate custom edition install. Right. Yeah. Very nice. Mm-hmm. And then we've got the community spotlight again from this past week. Another really cool one. The header image is so good. This one by Camila Pasquale or uh, Millie Swords on Twitter has a really cool. I would say this is probably a Fiesta artwork piece. Fiesta capture the flag. It's so funny, so well done. It it captures the hecticness of Halo really well. Yeah, it ha- has some good amounts of comedy to it. So as far as the keynote piece at the very top, uh, lots of kind of uh, hand-painted cartoony type things. There's someone did a gallery of making meals from the Halo cookbook, which I actually still have not done yet since I'm now on my blood type diet. Maybe I should just pick a week to go off of that and make stuff from the cookbook. Maybe that's what I'll do. I'm on a diet too. Seafood. Oh, geez. There is a couple of cosplayers. Someone did an infected Spartan cosplay with a flood infection on the helmet, which is crazy. Got some good lighting to it as well. CGI renders are always great things on here. Uh, There's, again, just lots of really cool things on here. I don't see any names in particular from... Ones that we've covered before in this, which is good. That means there's other artists out there that are getting the spotlight on things. I like the rubber duck on top of the Sengili head. That's pretty good. That one's that one's kind of funny. I will say that one is definitely has a little bit of comedy to it. No, really? Well, it's you know, like someone was just doing Sengili a rendering. They just popped rubber a, ducks on top of their head all the time. Just popped a rubber ducky on there. But you have to stop and admire the actual detail in the Sengili. The Sangili, oh yeah, it's it's very. It, don't get me wrong, it's a very good shot. And it's just a little rubber ducky, and the rubber ducky model is like low poly compared to the the Sangili model that's in that picture. Definitely worth checking out. Definitely. And then we've got a community update, which covers pretty much most of what we've talked about so far. We've got Firewall returning May twenty third through the thirtieth and June thirteenth through the 20th if y'all are looking for catching up on some of the season content the little cutscenes and everything those have been uploaded to youtube and linked there as well there's some updates to forge they're doing a um, forge map feature so they're actually going out and looking for forge creations to bring into matchmaking they have some tips on what works well um, what to do for your forge creations in order to have them considered by 343 to include into matchmaking. There's updates to the community collection play uh, playlist that they cover. Uh, we talked about it a couple weeks ago. Uh, this week's ultimate reward is a purple rain spanker coating, which is purple. I am really looking forward to getting really? that. <laughs> the purple rain coating yes. is purple? It's purple and I like it. <laughs> Can't imagine why. I have one more challenge before my capstone, which is get three sword kills. So 
I hope to get that done before tomorrow so I can work on my capstone. Believe it or not, on Tuesday when I played, I got the first four challenges in my list done in one match. Nice. This week's challenges has actually been not too bad for me. There is a nameplate that is in Halo Infinite for you to grab for mental awareness, mental health, mental health awareness month. Blah 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 blah. Also, Asian Pacific Islander Heritage Month. There is a new RC mongoose, which Duquesne has already tweeted that he's pre-ordered. <laughs> Does not surprise me. Nope. And that's about it for the April com- community update. Thank you, Haruspis, for getting that posted. Making sure we are all up to date on everything happening in Halo. All right. That covers the news. Moving on to our campaign topic for tonight. We've got two more missions that we're going to cover. Repository and the road. What I like to call the reckoning of everything that happened after Halo 5 before Halo Infinite. And the massive realization of what the weapon actually is. As if you hadn't figured it out already, but anyway. Right. They did. The resemblance is so uncanny. Anyways, so we start off with a cutscene with Eshram and the Harbinger. Eshram being pretty pissed off that Chief managed to cut or shut down the main controlling tower, and the Harbinger is trying to make sure things don't go south too bad before she ultimately does what she wants to do. Mm -hmm. And we see Shacklock. Shacklock? No. Uh, what's no, his Shacklock's name? Shacklock's dead. Yeah. Um, jur, 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 which one was it? The, the final elite that you fight. Yeah, it's a... Jega. Yeah, Jega. Thank you. Thank you, Pens. Thanks, Pens. I knew it started with Jay, I just couldn't remember the rest of it. <laughs> Jega capturing the pilot and putting him up as bait for the chief. We get our first look at... Oh my goodness! Thank you, Soterios, for the gifted subs. How you doing, bud? Appreciate it. Thank you. Haven't seen you around in a while. Thank you. Gosh, gotta put that on the bingo card. Thanks for coming over, man. It's been such a long time. Hey, we're here every Thursday. You've been hiding, huh? <laughs> Sounds like he has. Well, thank you for dropping by. Thank you for drifting, gifting the five gifted sub bomb. That's usually what Pins does, but he hasn't done in a while. So thank you so much. Hope you're doing yeah, well. Yeah, Pins, why are you being so responsible? <laughs> Speg, Mr. Moose, Chris Cast, and the real Tattoo Guru. All with gifted subs. And you. Yep, and me. You're not using your Prime sub? Yes, I you am. You have Prime? <laughs> Just not on Potacular. Another. Yes, I should be sub. I should. If you it got a gifted have- sub... <laughs> it may have, it may have, uh, if yeah. I remember right, it was, it was, uh, the prime sub last week not. it was about the laps and I yeah. was going to renew it, but I didn't. That I wish the prime subs would auto renew. I don't know why they don't. Well, I wish you could set it up that you could do that. I mean, you can auto renew any other sub. Yeah. I, I don't know. Anyways, good to see you, bud. Thanks for dropping on by. Appreciate it. So, for the repository, we've got quite a bit of story wrapping up 
between Halo 5 and Infinite, and there's lots of quotes from Halo CE and Halo 3, kind of continuing on the whole memory data sequence that has been going on since, I guess, the last couple of missions, since really, I guess, well, the sequence in Nexus. Well, game, but yeah. Yeah, it's just ramped up a lot over the past few. Couple of, couple of missions, yeah. But the repository is really, really all comes to a head. It all culminates this storyline of everything that happened with Cortana between Halo 5 and now, and then all the flashbacks to all the other pieces from the previous games all culminates to this moment. And they keep going through different pieces. You hear the whispers from Cortana calling back to a lot of the Halo 3 stuff, some Halo 4 stuff, some Halo CE stuff. And while I I know it was kind of a lot to cram in as far as doing all the flashbacks and all the recap, and I think 343 did a really good job of picking which pieces were important to really catch someone up to speed who maybe hadn't played it all before. But some of the pieces I felt were a little janky here at the end. And maybe not quite as impactful as it could have been. I mean, you, you got like, all the good. It just didn't f- feel like some of the emotions at the end and the realization, like when the weapon had that she was essentially Cor- a Cortana clone, mm-hmm. was not as emotional or impactful as maybe it could have been. I mean, it's it, pretty it, emotional it, for me. Um, as far as the characters. One, you know, one thing, you know, this is just my theory. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing you got to keep in mind that the weapon is still a very young AI. That's true. You know, uh, she, throughout the whole cam- campaign up till, you know, recently, she's been very naive. Yes. You know, she's, she's book smart. She's not street smart. And there is a big difference between the two. So, I can understand the, I don't want to say lack of, but that's probably the best word, lack of reaction on her part, or the tone, the the low tone of the reaction of her part, because she probably just didn't really know how to act. I could see that. And it does kind of fit the quirkiness that the weapon has had throughout the entire campaign of reacting mm-hmm. to some things. So I guess I get that. In the teeth. Get- <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, but yeah. I'm still hung up on the teeth. <laughs> there is that. <laughs> Overall, though, the way that 343 really went through, and because we got to see a lot of the intermediate stuff between Halo 5 and Halo Infinite. So mm-hmm. how, I don't think it was Lyconia Station, but the station where 76 Spartans were were killed. Yes. I forget. And which book was that in? That because that was a reference to a Halo book. Well, yes, it in the which book, book the station survived at that point. It had well, not been destroyed yet. Not fully, yeah. And there were well, three... no, it it had at the in the book, which was the second book with Buck Bad as Blood. Spartan. Ba- Bad Blood. Thank you, Pens. Yes, thank you. Buck had taken the station's AI off of the station. And the station was in complete control of itself at the time. 
So it's kind of a red herring that the station all of a sudden gets destroyed in Infinite. Because the AI that was in control of the station, Leonidas, was no longer. He had been destroyed. So, so I wonder if, like, I don't know if it's I a I mean, there's ways, to explain, there's or... ways to explain it. Cortana could have sent a guardian to it. Uh, Leonidas could have left something behind in the systems. I mean, we are talking about a smart AI. So, yep. and in the book, Leonidas knew what Buck was doing. So there is there was ample time for him to implement a consent contingency plan. But anyway, yeah. yes, that station was referred to in Bad Blood. So nice little narrative tie in there, which was cool. And then we saw the threatening of Oni, essentially, in in Sydney. Uh and then we had the destruction of Doisak. And the first real opposition that Cortana had with Atriox and the Banished, setting this whole storyline in motion. So it all comes full circle. And the weapon suddenly realizing how bad Cortana was acting, and then coming to the head of, okay, now I understand <laughs> why you don't trust me and why you tried to delete me. So I, there's a lot and happening really quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and in that moment she uh also <laughs> in that moment she also re-enabled the deletion routines she had that realization of what chief was responsible for why he was doing it and she accepted that okay i get it now yeah why he was so distrustful mm-hmm. and she even asked if she if he trusts her and he said no, but he wants to. So, and that comment about the weapon being Cortana, if they'd never met, well, they've met now. <laughs> I mean, is history repeating itself or going to splinter a new path? Well, there was a lot of things that, through the lore of the Halo universe, there are a lot of things that, through Cortana's life, could have corrupted her. The initial absor- absorption of the Forerunner database on the original Halo. On Delta Halo, yep. The deletion of said data by Dr. Halsey and the other steps she took with Cortana's Matrix to make sure Cortana didn't realize that information was gone. Basically hiding the deletion from Cortana. You know, over Cortana's life, she's had some pretty major operations done to mm-hmm. her, which could have degraded her core matrix, not to mention being overdue for dispensa- dispensation. Yep, and then getting access to the domain and mm-hmm. in her altered state, not fully realizing it. But seeing that in the end, I guess we're not at that part. I guess we got a little bit more left in the whole. Yeah. Cortana bit, but as far as what Cortana did to where we are now, there's that full right now layout. she's in full evil. Yep, she's in full take over the galaxy mode. Has pretty much threatened the entirety of humanity. And the entirety wipe- of the universe. What are you talking about? Well, yes, 
I'm just talking about from what we saw in the the sequences here, but yeah, killing 76 Spartans or attempting to could chalk that up to okay when Buck pulled the AI, then Cortana maybe. Like maybe. I said, there's a couple of ways they could do that. Yeah, there's some smoke and mirrors there somewhere. The threat on Oni, that's in the at Earth. I guess it was. Um, she addressed Lord Hood directly, but I'm pretty sure there was some some Oni threats in there as well. I'm sure Halsey's hatred for Oni is probably magnified in Cortana in that. Well, you know, the funny thing is, is it kind of depends on the timing of this flashback. Actually, Hood and Saren Osmond weren't even on the planet. Oh, interesting. Short story. Rossback's world. Okay. And then Doisak, which is mm-hmm. the banished connection to all of this. This is Jiro Honey. Jiro Honey. Home. Homeworld. The Brute's homeworld. Yep. And Cortana it going up and tired. it's like, you know what the cost of defiance is? And he's like, yes, obviously he knows because that's why they're the banished. She clearly did not do her homework on who she was dealing with. No. And she... She met the wrath of the banished as a consequence for it. That we'll that we'll see in the sound auditorium at the end. That realization, though, that the weapon was Cortana, mm-hmm. like you you saw it building well, up. It was and Cortana's then, Cortana's and, clone? Yep, and then the snapping to be that connection. I mean, I most of us as cool. players already knew it just by her appearance and her mannerism. Well, but I don't know if we this- knew it. It was specifically a Cortana clone, or maybe just another AI from Halsey, from a Flash clone. Which is a Cortana clone. (laughs) Either way. Well, cloning it from the Cortana AI, or cloning it from the Flash clone of Halsey, is technically different. Because the weapon had part of the the index, so it was obviously a clone of Cortana, but there was still one step before, so it could have been another AI built the, from a flash clone of Halsey, which wouldn't technically be Cortana. Going with the extended lore, the weapon is a, is a copy of one of the clone brains. Then Halsey copied pieces. Pieces of Cortana into the weapon. Okay. And if I remember right, the clone or the weapon actually recovered the index while on Zeta Halo in her probing around and finding things. She had mentioned at when we first met her that she had pieces of it, I think, given to her. But I think you're right. As time went on and she was poking and prodding, she got other pieces, maybe from Cortana's fragments or, or mm-hmm. whatnot. Because she was meant to bait and capture Cortana. that first terminal that she interfaced with after we re- rescued her, she found a piece of herself. Mm-hmm. Which was really a piece of Cortana. Because she is Cortana. Anyway. So it's like the blueprints are the same, even though they start, they were technically different blueprints. And they just map onto each other. Yeah, well, I, I wouldn't say they were different blueprints, but anyway. Well, like, if you had a copy, like... You could, you could see it either way. 
whether she's a copy or she's a clone. Like you could have two original prints, and they're the same print, but they're two originals, is what I'm basically saying. Anyways, and then the road is kind of the the makeshift warthog run of Halo Infinite, except it's not doesn't have any warthogs in it. <laughs> but it's, it's a trench I just run. Flew over. Oh, with the if you did the hornet. No banshee. Wait, where's the banshee? There's one that flies over. Oh, I don't know if I ever realized that. Yeah, I know there's a scorpion there, pens. I I mean, first time I played it, of course, I scorpion right down the middle. Yeah. Which was interesting. That's interesting, because I just played it again tonight just to refresh myself, and there wasn't a scorpion there, actually. There was a wraith in the... Or just... No, there wasn't a scorpion. Huh. It was just the wraith in the chopper. Well, maybe it was a Wraith who was playing. No, no, I definitely remember that there was, like, first time playing no. through, there was a Scorpion tank. It, it has been a little bit since I played the mission, so. I've been mostly hunting stuff, not actually playing the campaign. Well, I wonder if that's just a side effect of replaying the mission. Maybe it didn't load it in right. Could be. With how other jank is in this game, it wouldn't surprise me. But we go through a whole bunch of big fat fights with vehicles and phantoms. Hunters dropping down. Hunters. Yeah. It's basically just one big vehicle frag fest that you're going down this trench Mm -hmm. to the House of Reckoning where Chacklock sent all of his victims and where we will attempt to save the pilot in our next recap of the campaign. And Splatter Ashroom. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, that's the lasso run. Tank gun. I did have, I do have the tank, the tank gun in this campaign run. I'm going through just to recap everything. Well, why not? Right. I've I've got a save where I'm going through and trying to find all the collectibles. I still have a uh, dozen or so audio logs to locate, and uh, I have sniper rifle. And I have the rocket launcher that you get after killing the hunters, I think it is. The one that locks on to everything. It's kind of Gotcha. Fun. Speaking of collectibles, the repository skull is a very interesting skull. I believe it's one of the legendary difficulty-only skulls. Mm-hmm. Where you have to go up, look at the window with the elites in it, let them run and scurry. You have to go into the next room, clear it, and go up, and forget what the... I think you just have to clear out the rooms, and then the on Legendary, the window pane is gone, and the skull is Well, the first, thing, the first thing you do is you have to go look at the elites. Yep. Let them uh, scurry. They have to scurry, um, and then you continue through the mission, and then you go into an almost identical room to get the skull. Yep. Which is kind of like almost right after it. Normally, there's a painted glass there on Legendary, but if you, or except on Legendary, if you go up there, there will be a skull in the middle, and then all the elites that were in the other room are all cloaked, and you have to basically defeat them in order to get the skull. So that was one of the more difficult skulls to get, but it was a fun one. You know, I actually found the one in the third mission, the one that's up on the pillar. Oh, yeah. I found that one a little All bit the difficult. Way to, yeah. 
that one it's, was a little bit more difficult, especially when you don't uh, you don't have the quick recharge grapple. Yeah, you have to be a little bit more calculating when you swing. <laughs> that timing is hard for the grapple shot, especially when you, like you said, you don't have the instant recharge over and over again, where you can get the get the like attempt the angle over and over again. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is, is to unlock the bandana skull, I think you have to get this one first. To get it far enough progress. Mm. Or I, I, I forget what it was, but... Gotcha. This one is... Of course, this one shows up very early in the game, so you don't have very much of the ring unlocked. So the bandana skull is technically unreachable at this point. Interesting. So you basically have to go back to get it. And I forgot, I, I looked up a video. So this is the other part about the skull on the repository. You have to carry a power seed to one of the other, or you have to, so when you get to the first room with the pedestal in, in the chasm, mm-hmm. and I think it's the flashback, it's one of the Cortana flashbacks that you get. But you have to pick up the power seed from one of the sides take it to another, the other side, put the power seat in, and that actually activates the skull mm-hmm. and the second part of it. So it takes a little, takes a little bit to get right. And that, that particular power seat does nothing to advance the campaign level or anything. It is specifically for that skull. So yep. you can blow right past it and not even know it. Yep. I forgot that's what the, that's what the trigger was to make the window go away but yeah overall a lot of culmination of details the weapon is essentially cortana we get to see what happened between halo 5 when cortana was fully trying to take over the galaxy and where we are with halo infinite continuing that storyline on in the final mission where we get to the sign auditorium and now we are at the door of the House of Reckoning to save the pilot. I have to admit, these two missions, while not overly hard, they they presented some unique challenges. The road, definitely. I think yeah. repository, it felt more like a discovery for mm-hmm. the lore. Like, there were definitely some difficult parts that you had to pay attention to, but well, it I mean, like- you had to fight, if I remember right, you had to fight two sets of chieftain brutes. Yep. Which... or th- No, three. Three sets. Three sets? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. There was so, two back-to-back, yeah, back, was, and then there was a third set, yeah. Like I said, there were some areas where it was a challenge. I mean, it wasn't overly hard, it just... You kind of had to think things out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Make sure you had the right piece of equipment with you. <laughs> it wasn't really a discovery well it was more discovery for what the the intergame narrative and then the weapon realization and the interplay in between those pieces with the gunfight so felt like the the gunfight was more just to kind of elongate the narrative storytelling and while it was difficult i didn't really reveal anything additional about zeta halo or introduce you to any new environments or factions or encounters that you haven't encountered before. Right. 
Well, I mean, in this mission, the, the enemies were there to just give you something to do other than push buttons, which I appreciated. Yes. It was still difficult, but it wasn't overly challenging as like new things that you had to figure out within the game, which isn't bad because if the focus is on lore, you're, you're still wanting to have that gameplay experience interspersed with that. Which is, you know, it's a big reason I play whenever a new game comes out, I'll play on normal or easy so I can enjoy the story and not have to sweat the combat. Well, and the Grunt Birthday Party Skull being in this one, being one of the fun skulls and one of the more uh-huh. difficult ones to get, kind of plays well into that as well. That's going to wrap it up for the podcast tonight, unless you got anything else to add from the campaign, GT. Mm, not until next time. All right. Next week, we have the honor of having impact props on the podcast. Woohoo! Folks who have listened to the show probably remember their antics. They would always go to RTX and they also have their Living with Chief series, mm-hmm. which is crazy and fun. I've gotten to meet them at RTX and it's going to be one crazy show, I'm pretty sure. So. Tune in next Thursday for that. It's going to be a fun time. Come on over. Join us on Friday for Fragment Friday. Jumping back into Halo Infinite. I believe that's a wrap for us tonight. Thank you all for listening on Twitch and watching us. For those that are downloading the podcast and listening to us that way, thank you for your continued support of the podcast. Again, come support Team Magic and the BTB Invitational this weekend. Games kick off at 1 p.m. Eastern Time on Saturday, April 29th. I have to look at my watch for that. <laughs> Everyone have a good night. Take care. We will see you all tomorrow. <laughs> Keep on fracking them trucks. Thank you for listening to Podtacular, the unofficial Halo Universe podcast. You can find our podcast on your favorite podcasting service and listen to us live every Thursday night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Twitch. Check out our website, podtacular.com, and join the community on Discord at podtacular.com slash Discord. If you want to play Halo with us, come join us for Fragon Fridays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Become a supporter of the show by sharing the show with your friends and family. Or help keep the lights on by subscribing to us on Twitch, donating via PayPal, or becoming a patron alongside Confal, Pins Halo, and Prestige Ace. Until next time... Keep on fragging trucks. <laughs>